Hi, this is David Sweet, CEO and founder of Focus Core Japan. And if you were like many of the APAC leaders that I speak to, you're struggling in Japan to find the right talent. You get bombarded with irrelevant resumes or a lack of resumes altogether. I would like to invite you to discover the power of Focus Core's retained search. Let Focus Core help you swiftly secure top tier talent in this candidate short market. I'd like to invite you to shoot me an email and explore how we're different. And with 100% refundable trial, we can revolutionize your hiring process today. Now, on to our podcast. Welcome to the Year of the Dragon and another episode of the Focus Core podcast. In this podcast this year, I'm going to be going through and doing some reflections from Focus Core last year, and give you some highlights of what we've done as a company, and then take a look at some insights of what we saw happen in 2023. Speaking a little bit about our salary guide. And then I'm going to be a bit of a Nostradamus and do some predictions of what might happen in 2024. So let's start with Focus Core and what's changed for us over the last year. The biggest change for us as an organization is that we implemented a robust search process for APAC clients who want a good, complete search methodology for the Japan market. We called this our focus search methodology. You see what we've done there, focus core and our focus search methodology. Basically, this caters to APAC leaders who are seeking top-tier talent in the Japanese market, looking at country managers, CEOs, CFOs, heads of marketing, supply chain, and HR. In Japanese, this tends to be bucho, shacho level searches, that, which is what we specialize in as a firm. Over the last 18 months, we found this methodology has been very successful for us. And the stakeholders within the region, as well as globally, have appreciated the transparency and thoroughness of the searches that we've done. Oftentimes, stakeholders outside of Japan find the messaging very difficult about what's going on for searches in Japan. And we found that being here on the ground, that we're able to give proper high-level search for a company and then bring all the stakeholders together, outline what the company wants, helping guide them what is possible and not possible within Japan, and then help create that employee value proposition to bring in the best talent. The systematic 
approach starts off with meeting all those stakeholders, creating this EVP, and then we go out and we map the market. Mapping the market uh, has been something in Japan not done often. It's kind of gone by the wayside in recruitment, unfortunately. There's a dependence for talent acquisition teams and recruiters just to go on LinkedIn and see who they can find. There's a lack of depth of information and really knowing what players there are possible in the market and who is available for a high-level position, where they're actively looking. And in some cases, these candidates that are not looking, not active, may be open to opportunities when approached in a proper and professional fashion, which is basically what our team specializes in. Also, our methodology puts together uh, a competency-based assessment of core functional and behavioral requirements. A lot of times, clients outside of Japan find that recruiters are not giving a proper interview, not asking key questions, and not asking the same questions for all the candidates that they have. And oftentimes in Japan, they might not even meet the candidates. So it's not necessarily a good screening process. Being able to give this holistic, truthful, honest, in-depth interview allows our clients to be able to compare apples to apples versus just hearing the opinions of a, of a recruiter who may not know the industry. And from going this long process, you, our clients find that a short list of quality candidates emerge, and the process is quick, it's robust, and it's thorough. And that's what our, our clients across the region have wanted. And so for that reason, over the last 12 months, we've been effectively able to put into practice time and time again for various positions for different size companies, whether it's a company starting up in Japan looking for a country manager who can rev the company up uh, quickly, whether it's a bigger, well-established company looking for a divisional leader, whether it's uh, a key CFO, CEO, COO position for a company, we've been able to do that across a wide range of industries. So that enigma of Japan recruitment has opened a little bit and become an easier place for recruitment for our clients. And there's been a lot of appreciation around that in 2023. Some other things that we saw last year 
through our research in the market was that um, there were a lot of changes as far as hybrid working models, uh, which isn't that much of a surprise. I think that the biggest surprise was that from the beginning of the year, where there were still some COVID restrictions and a lot of people working from home, that a lot of companies have gone to a three-day in the office or two-day in the office kind of hybrid working model. And then in Q4, we started to see a lot more companies requiring employees to be in the work all the time. And there's been a real kickback on from employees on that. And it's oftentimes candidates will select a firm to join or not join just based on on the working model especially working parents um, who are really looking to have a better work-life balance or have challenges within their home and they want to work and they want that freedom to be able to go into the office certain days and then be at home other days that's been where the majority of the companies have settled um, but like I said, there are still companies on other, both sides of the spectrum, those that have full hybrid working styles, um, and then those that are 100% in the office. But it does seem that companies are requiring more people in the office as we speak now. Also in 2023, one of the big things that we saw was a, a big push towards diversity, especially around um, equality for female managers in the workplace. And I think we'll start seeing more and more of that, I hope. Um, I think that's just a, a good way for companies to develop talent. So let's move to 2024. and. What the outlook is for 2024, and especially for Focus Core. First, I guess for the Focus Core podcast, uh, we have an exciting lineup of country managers and professionals in a variety of industries that we're sitting down and speaking with. So I'm very excited by the guest list that we have over the next 12 months and looking forward to sharing the conversations with you. And we'll be asking a lot of questions, especially around how to recruit top talent and find out what these leaders are doing for their companies. Also, one of the things that we will continue to do as Focus Course, we have a lot of good thought leadership on our website. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, which is very active. So as well as podcasts, please take a look at what we have on our YouTube. And our newsletters are also chock full of information where we highlight uh, certain clients. We highlight jobs that we have. Uh, we highlight uh, also vendors that we find that might be helpful for companies within the Japan market, uh, whether that's an accounting firm, payroll, legal help, translation help, educational, leadership, development, coaching. 
all those uh, we have in our monthly newsletter. We've been able to partner with a lot of companies and really help add value to those companies. And lastly, as we head into 2024, I think uh, I was going to do that difficult thing of making some predictions and see what companies will do in the Japan market. One of the things that is very apparent and will continue within 2024 is that employee branding is going to be key to recruitment and to winning talent and keeping talent. And the companies over the last two years that have put in a robust employee branding program have been able to do their best hiring, whether it's targeting high-level hiring or whether it's mass hiring or just college recruitment. The companies that really take the time to market themselves to applicants and their employees are able to bring in talent, Um, whether it's a small company or a big company. The size of the company hasn't mattered, but I've just seen uh, the companies that have done an active job of putting in employer branding have been doing a better job. Another thing that we'll see this year is raising salaries. Salaries in Japan will continue to grow, go up. Uh, it's not surprising that they went up last year, and that trend's going to continue. Uh, the debate for remote work, I think that's going to continue this year. And I think that there are debates on both sides of why or why not to have a remote work, but Regardless, the company will need to tie that back into employer branding and how they can convince applicants and their employees why it's the best model for the success of the company. Within hiring trends for 2024, again, gender diversity, especially within the management ranks, is going to be huge for us, and that will continue throughout year. And I think that will be exciting for being able to open up a lot of channels for recruitment. So I'm very pleased with the people that we've lined up for guests this year and look forward to having you join us. If you wish, follow me on LinkedIn and um, I have a lot of information I post on a daily basis as well as um, my Running Samurai newsletter, which you can sign up to on LinkedIn. We look forward as an organization to continue being of service to those APAC leaders looking to hire in Japan and worldwide who are looking to hire in Japan. And I'm excited that uh, about 2024, And I think this will be a year with um, much joy, much excitement. And uh, I wish you greatest success as the year continues. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to hearing from you and sharing with you next month.